Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Hey, so it's time. It's time to stop and ask yourself once and for all, how effective is my social media marketing efforts? Like really, how much effort do you put into your social media marketing? Really? Do you have a clear plan, a strategy when it comes to your social media marketing? Really? So luckily in this episode of the podcast, I'm going to chat with you about the five foundational steps which you need to be nailing in order to say that you're a marketing boss. Hashtag marketing boss. <laughs> There's no quick fix when it comes to marketing online. And I see so many salon owners looking for a one-off fast solution. But in all reality, it just means a quick one-night stand. What you really want is something a little bit more long-term. It's a bit more like a marriage or learning to drive. You need to work at it over time to get it perfect, a marriage made in heaven with you and your ideal client. So let's jump in. My question to you is, do you invest in marketing like on the regular? Do you have a budget or do you spend on marketing, marketing at all? And if you do have a budget, do you spend it all? I believe you should always be investing in marketing and have a set budget for it. I think as an industry, we're not budgeting for marketing and the number one reason that we don't budget for marketing is we don't have the right mindset around the journey the strategy or a long-term mindset that we and we want instant fixes we have a mindset around marketing is a journey we just want to fix it now like i totally get it when you need new clients, you need them now. You need them probably yesterday. But I don't actually think it's the right mindset, only because we'll always be in the trap of being in emergency, looking for the immediate result, which keeps you trapped in the need for an immediate result because we're not investing in the long term. Like what our book looks like today is the result of the activities that we took six or 12 weeks ago. And so to get out of that trap of constantly looking at our book this week and seeing gaps and panicking and saying, what am I, how am I going to solve now this week? We have to pause and understand it's a long-term go goal. It's a long-term game, not just a this week, fix this week and get bums on seats. We have to invest in the future. Look beyond this week and look into six and 12 weeks and say, how can we put money back into the growth of our business and plan for six weeks and 12 weeks from now? So when we get there, we certainly don't have gaps and really start thinking about our growth activities for tomorrow, for the tomorrow of our business. And I see lots of owners investing in team training, which is fantastic. Um, but we're not 
spending our time generating new clients into the chairs of those now beautifully skilled team members for them to serve. So I think we've got it backwards. I think sometimes we invest so much in training because we want to give, give, give to our team. We want them to feel motivated. We know that when they feel motivated, they stay. But hang on, maybe they're motivated to do clients and to achieve their goals and to reach their targets. Yes, they need to be skilled, but if they're skilled and they've got no bums on the seats to be skilled with, then I think we've got it upside down. So marketing is a business expense, just like wages, stock, rent. To keep your business open each day, we need to be investing in marketing because marketing equals tomorrow's clients. So please, let's have a regular budget each and every month for marketing. Now, one of those primary reasons that owners don't have a budget, again, is because we're not thinking of the long term. So I want you to think about in the long term, testing and evolving what we're doing. So who said that you're going to do some marketing campaign and get it right the first time? Too often I see people say, oh yes, um, I put a promotion post out. Yeah, I didn't get any clients. Social media doesn't work for me. Or they put an offer out there and they get the wrong clients. Yeah, every time I put an offer out, I get the wrong clients. I get voucher vultures and dollar deal clients and they're just the wrong clients and they never come back. So, you know, marketing doesn't, doesn't work. What? what do you mean marketing doesn't work? <laughs> Nobody expects it to get, expects you to get it right first time off the, off the bat. Most things you have to practice. That's how you become a pro. So we need to change our mindset that we're not just going to give something a, a try and, and if it doesn't work, we give up. Or what's worse, we try it and it doesn't really work and then you keep doing the same thing over and over again and say, tick, yep, I'm doing marketing or I'm ticking the box of social media content. Um, but actually, there's still not new clients coming in. So each week we look at our uh, appointment book and we panic. So which one are you? Just want you to think for a moment because we're all guilty of doing probably both of these at various different times, right? Have you tried a couple of things and you get the wrong clients or you don't get any response or you just keep doing things and going, yep, I'm ticking the box, I'm posting and then still wondering where all the clients are coming from. So I want you to take a better approach. Is, is that okay? Take, I want you to think of a better approach. So the first thing to remember, it's a journey and you're here to learn. And it's okay not to know the answer today as long as you're learning so you'll know the answer tomorrow. I believe marketing is like dating. We're trying to attract people to come into our business, right? Am I right? Are you with me? It's not often that the first guy that we date or girl or whatever you, whatever is your fancy, it's not very often that the first person that we date is the one that we marry. Like I'm giving you permission to test a few out until <laughs> you learn who it is that you want to marry. You know, you've got to try before you buy. While you're looking for Mr. Right, you might have a few short-term relationships. And marketing is like that. So while we're working out the perfect long-term strategy, we need a few short-term relationships to keep us busy today. But really, short-term relationships and, you know, um, clients that come in on what I call a killer deal, it's not a good long-term strategy, you know? So we really need to have a short-term strategy and a long-term strategy going at the same time. That gives you permission to date a whole bunch of people while you work out who you want, 
how to attract the right person and get ready for Mr. Right so you can get married. So imagine this, you know, you didn't hop in a car for the first time, do a bunch of bunny hops and say, oh shit, cars don't work. Cars, they don't work. Uh, it didn't work for me. I'll catch the bus from here on in. No, you practiced. You tried a few things. You got in the car every day and practiced until you were good at it, until you learned the skills and to drive. Whose skills changed? Did the car change or did your skills change? No, you didn't go and change things around and move the pedal so it worked for you. No, you changed. You learned. And so marketing tactics are much like that. You have to try a whole bunch of stuff and learn what works and what doesn't work and refine your skills to give you some um, time to get good at it. Now, the key here is to double down on what's working and to let go of the things that doesn't. So you need to be paying attention, listening to the feedback. So I want you to think about committing to investing in the experience or buying data, I guess, is another way. Like you're buying the experience when you're testing. Now, when I say buying, that could be time, it could be money, but you're investing in the experience and you're investing in trial and error and you need to make a budget for it, whether it's time allowance or it's a money allowance. We need to give ourselves the time and the grace to test a bunch of stuff to see what works. And when we take this let's see if it works approach takes the pressure off and when we try something and we put one post out there and it doesn't get the response that we want that's okay we can double down on what works and ditch what's not working but most of all the most important thing is that we keep going as long as we're doing the learning because we don't want to keep going and keep doing the stuff that's not working so tuning in opening areas waiting for feedback listening investing the time in feedback now the feedback is going and look at the results look at the data what is it telling you you shouldn't expect to know what will work first out the bat. You know, you can't find the magic unless you're prepared to invest some time and money into working it out. Do you know, there's not, the thing is with marketing, there is not one solution. There's not one tactic. There's not one special way that just makes it work. Now, if there was, we'd all be having a million followers. We'd all have a multi-million dollar business if there was one way. There isn't one way. There's multiple ways. You've got too many moving parts. Every business is different. You have a different client. You have a dem different demographic. You live in a different city. Everything is different, and you need to work it out until you find the magic for you. So you can live on killer offers, deal, you know, the dollar deals. <laughs> um, I call them killer offers. You know, they're the good things that are like no-brainer offers. A client and their right mind wouldn't walk past, you know, wouldn't move past it. It's a really good offer. You can live on that for a while until you work it out for sure. But we have to aim to work and tweak the strategy over time to tune in your engine. Because tuning an engine takes a little bit of time. We've got to tune the oil, we've got to twist the bolts, and we need different quality of petrol to see if we make it, you know, go faster or what's going to work. You don't want to put the wrong, oh my God, I have done this twice, put um, petrol in a diesel. Oh my word, I did it first when my first son was maybe two and we were on holiday, good God, and I just did it again recently. <gasps> How to make your husband angry, put petrol into a diesel car. <laughs> but you need to learn this, right? <laughs> we need to learn the hard way sometimes and I will never, ever, ever do it again if I want to stay married in any, in any case. But like, do we test petrol um, not that way. That's a, just a purely a trial and error mistake. But like, do we test putting jet fuel into our race car while we're still testing and tightening the bolts and under the hood of the engine? Well, no. 
because you need to make sure the car is working and driving first before you actually speed it up with jet fuel. Okay, so you've got to have the right things in the right order. So it's a good segue really to talk about the long-term strategy and the real strategy to meeting Mr. Right. Um, we're all about cars and dating today, have you noticed? <laughs> so attracting your ideal clients into the salon and filling up your team with great quality clients, like, you know, the good ones that stay for the long term. So let's talk about turning your likes, your following, your social activity into bookings in your, in your salon. So there's a five-step strategy, not a meet them once and hit them up for, you know, a good night. Not that game. Not, not the just let them meet you, give you an offer and invite you into the salon. I don't even know you. You don't even know me. There are actually five steps that we need to take. So shall we go through that? Most salon owners are skipping three of the five steps you know, in a fully rounded marketing strategy. So I want to make sure you know what the five steps are and then you can see which of the steps are you good at and which one are you missing. Okay, so let's go back to the card just for a moment. Most owners um, can see that they have a car. They have a car, there's some seats and there's a radio. There's probably not a radio now. There's probably some Bluetooth to your phone. So you've got some music, you've got a car, you've got a shell and seats. So it's a bit like having a social page. We have a website, we have an Instagram, and we put some stuff on, you know. We tune it in and we put some content up on our social on our Instagram. Great. And we have an engine that works. It turns on, or let's call that the offer. So we post some stuff on social, and when every now and then we put out an offer. And on the surface, that looks like all we need, right? You need a page, and you need an offer to attract clients. We haven't asked the question, can the can we drive the car? Does it actually turn on? Does the engine work? Do we have a key? Does, does the engine actually make the wheel spin? Do we have a map of where we're going in our car? Do we even have the keys or have we lost them? Do the spark plugs work? Now, sometimes we see the car and we see the engine and we think we're ready to go. And then I see some salon owners putting jet fuel on their car, like straight into the car before they've hopped it and turned it on. That's a little bit like boosting your content. Put an offer out there and you boost it. Who are you boosting it to? You don't even know if it works. You don't know if anybody likes it. Is anybody engaging it? Have you sold it? Why are we boosting it? So there's a time and an order that we need to do the things, right? We don't even know where we're driving, who we're reaching. Do they know us? Will they like us? Will they trust us? Do we have an offer that people want? Um, are we going for the one night stand? Are we going for the long-term quality client who will stay with us for the long haul? Okay, so I'm going to go back to dating now. <laughs> Told you it's cars and dating. Um, so it's a bit like we go to the bar. Now the bar is like the car or it's like our social page. It's our dub, dub, dub or our Instagram or our Facebook page. And we go out and we just shout out into the bar and we say, who wants to come home with me tonight? Woohoo! We throw out an offer. All right, we put an offer in our page saying $99 for um, X, Y, and Z. Great. Probably a whole bunch of people are going to say, yep, I'm up for it. I'll come home with you tonight. They'll take up your offer. But, you know, is that really the guy you're going to marry? Is it the right person? Probably not. It's just someone, an, op an opportune moment. So that's good tonight. If you want some company tonight, you need to fill the chairs tonight. Uh, that's great, but it's not a long-term strategy. So now... 
if we put jet fuel in our car, if we take that same strategy, it's like now going, we go, woohoo, that works. That got me five clients. Now I'm going to go out to all the bars in town and I'm going to go out to all the bars and I'm going to use the same strategy in all the bars. And so we go to all the bars in town and we chat, we'll walk in the door and we shout out and say, who's coming home with me tonight? Oh my God, I feel a little, bit a little bit exhausted for that poor girl. She's tired. She hates who she spends time with, but she's trapped in her little world of putting out the dollar deal offers and shouting it out to everybody. So I want to save you from that. <laughs> what are the things that we should be doing and implementing and testing and thinking about to get the right formula so we can get the quality client? All right, I'm going to take you through those things now. The five things. The first one I call the attraction formula. This is where we really stop and we think, who is our ideal client? Who do I actually want to, mar to marry? Who am I going to spend time with? Who do I love serving? Who is she? What are her demographics? But what's more important is what are her psychographics? How does she think? What does she care about? What's her behavior? Does she have children? Because if she has children, it changes her behavior and things she cares about very much so compared to someone who's 25 with no children. And I want you to get in the mirror with her in the morning when she wakes up in the morning, looks in the mirror, and what is she thinking and talking to herself about? What does she care about? That where you need to start all your marketing with, speaking to that one person. And then I want you to think about who are you as a business? What are you an expert at? What do you love to do? What's going to make you different from other salons? And then ask yourself this, does she want that? Does that ideal client want what you have? And if you've got those two things that are magic and go together, then you need to sort out your messaging, your story. What's your pickup line? Will she tune into it? Will your ideal client, the one that you actually care about and want and who's going to be the long-term client, will she tune into what you have to say? Now, in order for you to build a following of good quality clients, you need a great content plan. So step number two is a great content plan. I call it build a following. What do your clients want to see? What is she going to tune into? Not what your team want to post. And then we can think about the tactics. So we've thought about the human. What is, who is she? What does she want to see? And then can you create engaging content? Because unless you create engaging content, you know what? Your content isn't seen by anybody. Unless it's engaging, no eyes will see it. You know that re organic reach has dropped. So you need to have great engaging content that your ideal client actually cares about. It's called relevancy. Is it relevant to her? And when you've got great content and you've worked that out, then you need a content plan for implementation because so often I see tumbleweed post for a couple of days and then we get busy and we don't post for a couple of weeks and we're inconsistent and we're all over the place all over the place we need consistency a solid content plan and usually it's a step-by-step -step. everybody can follow a plan and when you have a solid strategy step-by-step -step, then even your team can follow it but then you know that the, your team are posting what your client wants and what not what not what they want are you with me all right, the third step is like we call the know, like, trust phase. This is the dating step. This is when you actually get to connect with that ideal client. Like, we're not asking them to come home yet because no, most salon owners ask their clients to come home. The minute they've connected with them, they say, come home with me tonight, baby, $99 for hundreds of dollars worth of services. And then you wonder why you don't see them ever again. They don't want your phone number. <laughs> so now a social page is not 
reliable in terms of who follows you and who sees it. The algorithm is constantly changing, as is your ability to reach them. So getting followers is just not enough. We need to take those people off the page somewhere that we can continue the conversation, like get them out of the bar and into, we're not taking them home yet. We need to date them. So we, yes, we want them to follow us, but we want to chat with them in Messenger. We want to send them emails. We want to put them on our invisible list. We want to take them somewhere else that we can stay in touch with them so they can get to know us, like us, trust us. Because the good quality client is not going to take it on a whim. She's either with another stylist already and she's just ready to break up. She's just moved into the area. She's looking for a quality salon. She's not looking for a one-night stand. My favorite strategy to build a list, and we call it nurture, the no like trust nurturing phase. It's the dating phase. My favorite strategy, and this is, uh, this is what I do myself for Salon Owners Collective, and I do for other people too with Salon Bot, is we create a client, client attracting content and lead them into Messenger. Now, Messenger is like a phone call, right? It's a personal conversation. It's a chat. And we can chat with those people and we can collect them all together and build a list so we can continue to have conversations with them, nurture them, get to know, like, and trust them. And it's a new way of a discerning client, how a discerning client chooses you over the quick deals, right? Now, this might sound exhausting to you, right? To manage all of these conversations inside of our personal messenger. No, this is not the case. We do it for your business and we can talk to them all at once, what I call automate and delegate. We can automate this process. So it's like you're having lots of conversations on the go, but you don't have to be there 24 seven. That's not what we want either. We don't want that. We want to live a life of freedom and profit. We don't want to be living a life of stuck behind our phone 24 seven. So you just have to trust me on this. Just go with the concept. So we want to pull them in somewhere that we can reach them at the right time on a semi-regular basis. Because we can't trust the algorithm. You put a post out, how do you know who sees it? And not many people see it anyway. This is why we get in the trap of boosting our content. No jet fuel yet. No jet fuel yet until you have these strategies in place. Takes time for clients to get to know you. In fact, it takes anywhere between seven to 11 interactions with your brand before they consciously think, hmm, I've been following them for a while. I might go there next time. Next time my stylist pisses me off or cuts my fringe too short or I'm moving location or whatever the reason is, um, it takes between seven to 11 interactions. Now, seven, interac seven to 11 interactions, that might, see, that might be on the newsfeed. It might be when they drive past. It might be when they hear about you um, at a dinner party. It might be a multitude of things, but you can't really control it. But guess what? When you've got a list of people, you can control how often and how many times you connect with them because you can send them into doubt. them. super powerful. And you need to be ready at any one of those touch points. When they are ready, you need to be ready and available for them. So when they think about it, actually, need my hair done. need it done today. You need to be top of mind, okay? just today not just when you put out a color offer and the one week that you put the offer out well she just had her hair done last week she's not ready for you and then we think oh nobody took my offer and we give up and that poor client's never going to get the chance to see you so are you with me <laughs> 
when we stay in touch with people over the long term, your ideal client, the type of client that exactly wants what you have and you've built enough relationship quickly, at the right time, we can make them an offer to come in. It doesn't have to be a killer offer, a dollar deal. It doesn't have to be $97. This is what I call the get them in your chair stage. So we need a good quality, quality marketable product. It could be an offer. It could just be a package that you know that she wants that your ideal client wants and you just need to be ready at the right time to offer it to her and um, also a little bit of time to test what is going to work for you what is that what is that marketable offer that is just going to hit the right client at the right time okay we call that in sell on bot world we call that uh, your marketable offer Sometimes it's a pillar offer, but most of the time it's a high quality package that you know your client wants delivered at the right time. Okay, so <laughs> there are two types of offers, a killer offer, hard and fast, bums on seats, and a marketable product, which is the, the right offer, your signature offer at the right time given to your right client after you've nurtured her, got, let her get to know, like, trust you and dated her for a long time. This is what we call a long-term strategy. Okay, so you don't have to rely on killer offers all the time. Last but not least, we need to make it super easy to do business with you. You, you need to give it to them to make it not too many clicks, make it super easy to make an appointment with you. Remember, your biggest competition is not the salon down the road, actually, especially if you've put the time in to nurture them. It's actually distraction, you know, getting pulled away from the phone. So you need this minimal amount of clicks and offers delivered to your potential customer and not wait for them to have to come and search around for the buy button or the booking button or how many clicks away or they get finally get to online and then your offer is not even in your online booking. Do you know? So we need a well thought out offer that's super easy for them to get. Now the last strategy, last but not least, I call it delight and retain. Now really this is up to you. This is up to you now when they're in your chair to delight them, give them a great service and give them a reason to come back. Do you know, you can't just send them on their way. You know, new clients don't rebook necessarily straight away. You can't just send them on their way and then leave them to it and hope and pray that they come back. Yes, we need them to rebook, but they don't always. So we need a simple, a few simple strategies that are going to ensure that you stay in touch with them. So when in six weeks' time, when they're ready to come back for their facial or their haircut, that they remember you. We are the centre of our own businesses, but we are not the centre of their world. Lo and behold, in five or six weeks, they might have forgotten you or take the next convenience. So, okay, I want you to think to yourself, what part of this five-step strategy are you already doing really well? And what part is a gaping hole? Now, the great thing about a gaping hole is that now you have something to work on. Now you know where you need to patch up the hole to make the whole strategy come together and tie together. Like do they flow together in one so one client can easily flow from one stage to the next? What parts have you nailed and what parts do you need to work on? So I just want to leave you with this. Don't feel overwhelmed with all the things that you may or may not be doing or the gaps that you have in the step by step strategy. I just want to tell you about the 490 rule. So the 490 is that you, you identify the gap, the one area that's not working right now, and you spend 
90 days working on that. And you don't pick up and work on the next strategy until the next 90 days. Now, there are four times 90-day blocks in a year. So if you have discovered that actually you don't have clients attracting content, you don't have a content strategy, and um, you're posting willy-nilly, and your, your apprentice is posting, and there's things that she loves, and it's not what, whatever it is, don't panic. Spend the next 90 days dedicated to posting and, and testing and reviewing. Ditch what's not working. Keep doing what's working and create a good content plan. Okay, give yourself the time and the space to do that. And at the end of that 90 days, then you pick up the next strategy. Then you say, oh my God, I do not have a list of potential clients that I can market to when I want to. I'm, wait, I'm waiting, you know, I'm posting on the page and hoping people see it. There's a hope marketing. But the next 90 days, you're going to work on list building in the no like trust phase. Okay, so be kind to yourself. We're in, the, we're in it for the long term. You're not just doing your business for this week and you're going to sell the following week, hopefully. <laughs> it's a long-term strategy. You have time. And give yourself the time and give yourself the time budget as well as the money budget to implement this. Now, I call this the turn likes into booking strategies. And I've developed, developed it over years of managing salon social media and digital strategies, not only running my own salon, but when I sold, you know I worked with Timely Salon Software and the marketing team, but I also consulted to salons and did marketing with them. My first, my very first course that I launched when I launched Salon Owners Collective was, turn, was called Turn Likes Into Bookings. And um, I loved that course. Um, and then I discovered messenger marketing. And of course, you know I have Salon Bot. This is the exact strategy that we help owners implement um, using messenger marketing. And um, we implement this for you. So I wanted to share it with you because uh, it's so important that all of those pieces are together, but that you have a long-term view and that you give yourself the time and the grace to improve and refine, improve and refine, improve and refine. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for tuning in and hanging out with me today. I hope what we chatted about today resonated with you on some level and helped you realize what it is that you need to be doing in order to make your social media marketing explode, like in a good way. <laughs> if you're still not sure exactly what you need to be doing to make this happen, then I'm putting together a quiz just for you. And now I'm working on it this week. I'm uh, knee deep in it so that you can have some clarity on what you should be working on and what to ditch and find out exactly what it is that you're already nailing and exactly what you need to work on to move forward. So hang tight. I'm nearly done and I should have it ready for you next week. You may or may not know that what I've talked about today is the exact strategy that we implement here at Salon Owners Collective and Salon Bot and um, using messenger marketing. So we guide salon owners, spa owners like yourself through this strategy and work alongside them to nail their social media. After all, the ultimate goal, of course, is to turn those online likes into real bookings, bums on seats, right? This uh, is exactly what we help you do. So if you'd like to find out more about how we help salon owners or more about Salon Bot, then you can come and have a chat with me. You'll find me, of course, in Messenger. So come into Messenger and just type the word 
messenger and I'll know exactly what it is that you mean or I'm going to pop the link in the show notes of this podcast just click on it and we'll chat anyway I look forward to connecting with you again next week on the podcast thanks for joining us for another episode of the salon owners collective podcast tune in each week as we reveal the latest insight and advice on what it takes to make your salon a success today subscribe to the salon owners collective podcast on iTunes or visit us online at salonownerscollective.com for answers to your common questions, to follow Larissa and much more. Thanks for listening. See you next time.